All right, everybody, welcome to The Occasional Barista. My name's Chris, and today I am so fortunate to be sitting at AOSA Coffee with A, a good friend of mine, slash B, a coworker. Well, kind of a coworker. I'm not working there anymore, but uh, super excited to be sitting here drinking some good coffee with Corey Pittman. Corey, if you want to introduce yourself. Yeah, hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah my name's Corey. Um, yeah, working here at AOSA. Chris did leave us. <laughs> which was a bummer but i live like right down the street yeah, so it's us like every once in a while every once in a while i think i think exactly. so far it's been like a pretty weekly basis i've been checking in on you guys but yeah uh for those of you who are listening and don't know i left aosa coffee and Corey was really the guy who uh i knew and has taken over and has done a fantastic job at running the coffee program right yeah so far it. yeah yeah so alongside just being barista here yeah i've been running the coffee program um which hopefully will evolve into roasting and and you guys how far out would you guys say eos is now because i i have yet to really talk to you on how far you guys are at yeah yeah yeah. so i've been doing a lot of studying just more practical stuff or not practical principal stuff practicals uh i'm gonna start getting on some roasters uh, and Key comes back, so in about two weeks. So two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. And then, so I mean, I mean, you're like right there. Yeah, to, I'm right there. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. And then, have you talked with um, like any of the partnerships that we had before I left, basically on giving you some like insights mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. people that yeah. you were really kind of looking at as a more a mentorship? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, man. I mean, you. Yeah, when I came in, I feel like you had a great network going on here. I, I tried. And so, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty small job. network, but it, great, it was great a Great stuff. I was able to yeah. talk to Leif over at, you know, Stereoscope. Yeah. And got oh, a lot of great input from him. He's awesome. Um, uh, Ed over at Common Room. Um, oh, interesting. Able, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then over at uh, Black Ring, I'm forgetting the... Michael? No, it, it was Julianne? Michael. It was Julianne. Oh, dude, Julianne. she's crushing it. She is. Yeah, yeah dude. Long, uh, Long Beach shop, mm-hmm. super close by. Um, Julianne, dude, she's the owner, and she just knows. Man. Yeah. She just uh, is an awesome person. She definitely does. And then uh, trying to make a trip down uh, to Steady State. Steady State? Yes. Yeah. Uh, talk with um, Elliot. Elliot, yeah. Yes. I was about to say Ed, because there's so many Eds there's so many in coffee. Eds and Elliot's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's Elliot. It was, it was an E name, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. what is it? But that's super exciting news for Ayosa. We're yeah. going to take a few steps back, though. And Let's I'm, do it. I've been asking all these baristas, mm. what was the moment that got you interested into coffee because I, I just think that's something such an interesting story yeah. and everyone has like a different path mm-hmm. it normally starts the same way the whole idea of like of course you know coffee tasting like dirt water probably does yeah. at start yeah. right when you're a kid to like it's somehow transforming into like what we're drinking now which is an yeah. awesome coffee so yeah if you kind of want to just elaborate on your own kind of like path totally. or story yeah yeah and I feel like I'm not going to stray too far from that as well yeah okay. uh <laughs> Yeah, so if I were to think about the very first time that I ever drank coffee, and it was as a kid or younger, yeah, preteen, preteen. I would definitely say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually remember it was it was during Christmas, mm-hmm. um, and I just wanted to try coffee. I love the smell of coffee. Um, yeah. But uh, 
parents always said I was like, oh, I'm too young to, to drink coffee. Yeah, your parents. I was, I was yeah. a very hyper kid, so it was... <laughs> it was Caffeine and a hyper kid wasn't yeah, what they yeah, wanted. Yeah, not a great combo. But they allowed me to, to try it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember just being like, it's disgusting. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It wasn't like t- it didn't taste like how I how it smelt. Yeah, and so my mom handed me this huge jug of creamer, and it was like this vanilla sweetened creamer. Oh, kind of I thing. already know which one oh, you're yeah. talking about. Is oh, it Coffee yeah. Mate by Coffee Mate, or which one was it? Oh no no no! It's, I think it's Delight. Delight. Yeah. No, yes. that's the one. Delight. Yeah. Okay. Delight. Yeah. And and I remember making that cup from black into just light cream, oh, like dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like the beige, just basically. beige, beige, <laughs> and I still remember even putting in sugar in that too. Yeah, and from that point on, I remember that is what I always had if I ever had coffee. Really, it was just overload of just sweetness and creamer. Yeah, and I thought I was the coolest like yeah. kid ever. <laughs> right, it, it was like like you're like yeah. an adult. You're drinking yes. coffee with like the adults. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, and I, you know my grandparents came over and I'm just sitting there with my cup of coffee yeah thinking I'm so cool trying to impress them just a sugar bomb yeah um but I mean after that it wasn't really something that got me super interested into it yeah um obviously growing up you have Starbucks but even still it wasn't what got me interested into Starbucks or or Mm -hmm. into coffee with all those drinks uh, because I still just only chose sugar bomb drinks. Yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. I was the annoying kid that would order frappuccinos. Oh, so yeah? Yeah. When you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no no shame in that. Yeah, like those tall, what was it, Java chip was the one I would go to. Dude, yeah. Were you a caramel oh, or no? Java, was no, it Java no, chip? No, 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 Java chip. Java chip was yes. the one? Yeah. Yeah. And that's scary. I mean, it's been how long? When's the last time you've had, like, a frappuccino? Dude. Or just a frappuccino so, in general. So... And it was when I was working there, so I did. Oh, I did okay. end up working at Starbucks. Uh, yeah, and that's, um, and that was, I think that was back in, two thousand, fourteen. Twenty fourteen. Yeah. Phew. Okay. So, yeah. Coming up on six crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's actually, honestly, surprising because, if that's when, is that when you started or that's when you left? So, so that was when, so the, I, I worked there for about a year and a half. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I had this job that was literally two doors down from Starbucks delivering pizzas. Oh, you're a pizza guy. Pizza guy. Oh. Dude, good tips. Yeah, there good you tips. go. Um, I was, I was honestly, I was super fed up with, with the owner there. Over there. A lot of drama happened. Okay. But I would always go over to that Starbucks yeah. before work. Mm-hmm. And so what I loved about it is everybody knew me. Okay. And that was like that's what so cool brought you to then. That yeah. was definitely what brought me there, yeah. right? And it wasn't for the coffee. It was oh, just no. they were so nice and they were like, "Hey, what's up, Corey?" Yeah. Asked me how things are going and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, and I I love that atmosphere, the the people there. Yeah. And so yeah, I was just kind of fed up with there was a lot of drama with the the owner of the pizza place and. Uh, and I asked the coworkers over at Starbucks if they were hiring. Really? Like, yeah, dude, we'll take you on. Wow, dude. I don't even remember going on an interview, honestly. Really? It they was just... just something that was like, everybody knew me there. 
and it was easy. So it was an easy transition for you because Super easy. You, uh, the whole t- team was like, "Yeah, this is a guy we can back. This is a guy yeah. who we know." Okay. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and and honestly, like from there, at the start, I didn't know anything about coffee. Still, still at that start. Still at that start, mm-hmm. I still didn't. But mm-hmm. that's when I would like to say that a lot of my curiosity started growing. Growing from there. And, and uh, you know, like you said at the beginning, you know, it starts off with, you know, you just drinking just sugar bomb drinks. Yeah. And then period over time, it starts to kind of fade away into this other side of the spectrum of coffee. And, uh, yeah, being in Starbucks and working there, I would get tired of one drink and then I'd go on to another drink and over overuse that drink. Like, we get free drinks all the time there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so it would just slowly trans transition into me liking like not as sweet stuff yeah more and more um but i still didn't know too much about coffee yeah like there was some there's this thing that um that they told me about and until i i started working at specialty coffee i believed okay which was you know it as soon as you you know pull the espresso you know it dies in 30 seconds yeah Right, it's yeah. like it's a dead shot. Mm-hmm. You're, it's a waste. You gotta throw it away. Yeah. And for the longest time, I'm like, oh, I have to protect this shot. Like yeah. I felt like I had to like <laughs> had to protect baby. this shot. Yeah. Like the heart yeah. is dying inside. And, yeah. Um, and I mean, obviously now it's it, it's not a thing. Yeah, it's not. Like it's totally no. not a thing. Yeah. But but it got me to think like, whoa, that's different. That's unique. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, um, and I remember. The first time I ever did a cupping yeah. of Starbucks coffee. A cupping? Yeah. At so, Starbucks. So they did cuppings okay. with, with the employees. Interesting. And um, I don't know if it, it was if it was at the start, but they just started doing like specialty coffee stuff at Starbucks. Was it like when they started introducing... It I don't was. See, I don't they started reserves? doing these reserves. It's right? reserves. When reserves started to hit. Reserves at least started, for your shop, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. when reserves started to, to hit. Mm-hmm. Because I never liked the black coffee there, <laughs> never. But I got a free bag. I got yeah. a free bag every week. Okay, and I stocked up like twenty of them, mm. and I gave them as a as a wedding gift. That's smart. So That's smart. smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but um, when these reserves came in, it's like, oh, it's like super specialty. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh man, these bags are so much more expensive, and uh, and they brought it in like, okay, we're gonna do a cupping of these things. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever did a cupping, and uh, it was black coffee. And going into it, I'm like, I'm actually kind of excited for this. Like, I'm excited to, like, experience something new. And they were telling us, you know, what they're going to do. Like, oh, we're going to smell. We're going to try to figure out the aromas. And then we're going to taste. And we're going to, you know, figure out the notes and sweetness and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, okay, cool. So it's like a, it was a legitimate cupping. Like, do did they bring somebody from? Was it your manager who was doing it, or? It was, um, it was a a, a lead. A lead. It was just a lead doing Interesting. it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but this was also like the time when a lot of leads were starting to partake in a lot of like Starbucks, um, specific competitions or like you know coffee programs. Interesting. Do you know what year this is? Again, it's this was 20, like around like 20, 20, yeah, 2014. 2014. Around that yeah, time. Mm-hmm. I remember that started like bringing up. Yeah. Um, and so he was like leading it. 
Mm -hmm. And um, and I remember going in for the smelling. Be like, okay, like, oh, what can I smell? And, I, and he's like, <laughs> and then he comes back. He's like, all right, so are you guys, you know, getting those, you know, nice citrusy notes and yeah. stuff like that? I'm like, I smell ash. <laughs> like, like the, I'm the like decaf fish oil. I'm just smell. like I'm, yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm like, you smell what? I'm like, okay, let me let me try to smell. Let me try. I smell ash. So like, all right, guys, we're gonna we're gonna sip, and and you know you gotta write down what your notes are, and I go in for the sip, and it's just burnt ash. Like it was yeah. just not good. Yeah. But then he comes back and he's like, all right, you guys getting that berry note, like something like blueberries. Yeah. And stuff. I'm like, what, <laughs> what drink are you? Are you? Yeah. About? What yeah. are you drinking right now? <laughs> it's coffee. Like, yeah. what do you mean? What are these notes that you're talking about? Yeah. Especially when you're getting one note from every different coffee that they had there oh, man. you know yeah. yeah but then again it got me to be really curious in the fact that like could coffee like actually taste like that yeah because well i wasn't getting that from starbucks like at all i yeah. was but there was this this like other side of the spectrum like i was talking about that i didn't really know about with coffee yeah and it's and it's these people who are you know, tasting it or treating it like it's something extremely delicate. Yeah. Something that, you know, we could, you know, have as like a, something that's special. Yeah. Um, and at that moment, yeah. have you heard of specialty coffee before? Because mm -hmm. it's honestly, it's commendable to whoever that guy was, whoever the team lead was to yeah. run a cupping, mm -hmm. especially that early on. You know, mm -hmm. at Starbucks specifically. I'm not saying yeah. in, in regards to like the whole idea of specialty coffee and the movement. Yes. yes. But I'm saying for him to be running a cupping, yeah, is quite impressive that early on. I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, now that uh, you know I've been in it for a while, mm -hmm. I can totally agree with you. At that, it was something that was just like I don't understand. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. If you, but that's why I'm curious. So yeah. you, before that moment, no idea, no idea of like specialty coffee exists mm -hmm. or yeah, no, just, no, 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 yeah. not at all. Okay. Which is crazy. And, yeah. And it wasn't until I went into AOSA. Interesting. Which started around 2014, 2015. Yeah. Um, I had known the owner for a couple years before that. Yeah. Mike. It, yeah. Mike, when, when it was a, uh, it was like a clothing brand. Yep. Um, super small but but like the first time I ever went in there he was already liquidating it he was already like stoked about getting this coffee shop started yeah um and uh and then when he started that coffee shop I had already been working at Starbucks mm -hmm. and yep. uh and I came in and that was the first time that I was introduced to more specialty coffee yeah cause cause yeah. Uh, he correct me if I'm wrong but one of the first specialty coffees at the time, you know, that he brought in, the biggest name was Stumptown that I remember, that was right? It. Was was that the first that when that when he brand brand opening, you know, yeah. grand opening, not brand yeah. opening, grand opening, yeah. you know, it was it was Stumptown, right? It was Stumptown. Yeah, and that's crazy because yeah. that's I mean you have to think Stumptown's based out of Portland, mm -hmm. managed to reach all the way down here, yeah, you know, and and yet that that was your first experience. That was. With specialty coffee, yeah, with Stumptown, it was, yeah, and and I got super excited about it because he just gave me two bags. <laughs> of course, 
Like, okay, yeah. that's Mike. Yeah, 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 that's Mike, dude. He just yeah. overhypes everything. Oh, he's dude, he's like, oh, he so stoked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was the first time I came in here. He was so stoked to have me in here. Yeah. Because, A, I think he, he wanted me to come work for him because I was working at Starbucks. He's like, oh, no, 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 you got to come work over here. Yeah. Um, but, but B, I, he's always, he's stoked about everything. Yeah. Like, he has this minivan. Right, yeah, it's like full man, of dents. Yeah. Worst gas mileage ever. He's like, yo, nope, back window yo, or something crazy. Sweet minivan, yeah, right? It's yeah. The best car in the world. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he overhypes everything. Yeah, and then his wife's father has worked mm-hmm. on that. Like, I'll, I'll never forget. There was a good period of probably at least like two, two months, mm-hmm. and I might be exaggerating a bit, but like two months where uh, his father-in-law, okay, mm-hmm. was in here. Key's father was in yeah. here every single day trying to fix that minivan because he yeah. won't give it up he won't he won't give it up i don't think no. the, i don't think they're ever, that probably when mike and key have kids <laughs> which key is his wife car. they're yeah. gonna that's gonna be their first car yes. which the, i'm sure his kids are gonna love oh yeah <laughs> love them <laughs> oh yeah dude and then he's gonna loan it he's gonna pass it down to them yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's gonna be their like quest and their mission to keep that car alive <laughs> it is it is good luck, good luck. yeah but yeah he just hyped it up yeah and i was stoked because he just hyped it up mm-hmm. and uh and so i remember bringing it back to starbucks uh, oh interesting. i didn't have any equipment at the time yeah and you were yeah. still working there at a yeah. starbucks yeah i didn't have any equipment mm-hmm. and but starbucks does pour overs yeah you would never really know because nobody goes there for a pour over. Yeah. But they have a pour over equipment set and everything. Do they have do um, they have clovers at that time? You know those clovers? Where it's it's essentially it's like vacuumed like it's basically a drip. They call it like it's still under the no, same category sometimes as like a conical pour it's over. Pretty uh manual. Oh, it's a manual thing. Was, was it like a V sixty or what was it? Do you remember? Oh my gosh. Um or is it one of those it was cheap some ones kind that of like, uh, con- like cone, like some kind of cone, cone shape? It wasn't. It was not a V sixty. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was not. It had like the those like wave, but still had the waves. Still had like, like thing, yeah. It's but, like yeah. it's like a miniature manual like drip. Okay. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I go there and I, I get my my coworker to, my coworker to help me do it. Yeah. Because I didn't know like, you know, what to do for a pour over. Yeah. Um, and so he was telling me, you know, what I need to do. Mm-hmm. He was talking to me about the bloom. He was talking to me about, you know, the brew time and yeah. different stuff like that. And, you know, before I even go further, I love to cook. So I, oh, okay. I love to cook. I love to mess around with ingredients. I love to tweak things. Oh, dude. You know what's so funny? Because yeah. like, that and that's super interesting. Cause what age did you get into cooking? Cause I know how good of a cook you are now, man. I remember you you came back from like Estonia, and we're, we'll touch upon that a okay, bit. Yeah. But but you came back from Estonia. I was working right, and then uh, it was during a lunch break. You just so happened to throw lunch together in the back, and you brought some of it up. Oh, yeah, and it yeah. was so good, man. <laughs> oh man, garbanzo beans like. Some uh, tomato. You made multiple lunches for me, by the way. So, amen to you, brother. Like I, I owe, you, I owe you some, I, I owe you, you some lunches, bro. <laughs> Next round of like uh, the driving ranges on me. Yes. But, dude, it was like one of them was like a tomato garbanzo bean like dish, you know, something mm. like that. And then the other one was like the more like Mexican, like Mexicali oh, yeah. inspired Yo, dish. That I was that. so good, dude. I don't know oh that. my gosh. Yeah. 
But but sorry, sorry to go on no, a tangent, but what, what age were you when you got into cooking, for example? Yeah. So I learned to cook from my mom. Okay. I a lot of people don't like to cook because it's extremely time consuming and it's just like you know, just go out and get your stuff. Yeah. I learned it from my mom and that was one of the it was it is an experience for me. It was something that I could hang out with my mom. It was something that brings me back to those kind of memories. Yeah. Um and so I love it. I love taking my time to cook. And I learned a lot from her, but I didn't start to do it a lot on my own until I moved out. Yeah. Um, because obviously I had my mom cook oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything for me, right? She's head chef. You head were Sue. Yeah, you were Sue at best. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so once I moved out, I just, I love cooking. I love experimenting. I love tweaking things and making things like super perfect. Yeah. I am somebody who eats with their eyes, and yeah, so okay. I'll even take time to like make it look nice, like plate. Yeah, yeah. plate it for sure. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, love it. Yeah, and then you just really cooked in too. Like, what was your dish that your mom made, or a couple dishes that your mm -hmm. mom made that just like you thought was like the best thing overall? Like, that's like if mm. you think of your mother's cooking, what was mm -hmm. that dish? Mm -hmm. You know what's so funny because it's nothing like super extravagant. No, no, same. It's, it was literally like this beef stroganoff yeah. from like this packet. Yeah, no. Like this beef oh, stroganoff kind of packet 100%, thing. 100%, yeah. And we wouldn't even use like, like the nicest uh, noodles. We would use rice for it. Oh, you do rice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and it, would, it would be like the cheapest kind of steak. Yeah. And I'd throw in a couple of peas, mm -hmm. and it was my favorite dish. No, 100%, dude. But it was like, now like I look at it, I'm like, that is the most cheapest, like dish ever mm -hmm. and yet it was like your the thing all time favorite all time favorite because yeah. i can i say the same things like my mom's dishes like my in my family both my parents are foodies right but my mom really cooked recipes that like exactly like you said they're some mm -hmm. of my favorite of all time but nothing yeah. special it's store-bought pasta store-bought like everything yeah mabu tofu is one where yeah she's not making oh, the dish but mabu yeah tofu, mabu man. tofu right yes. but we buy the packets from like the local yeah. barukai or mitsuha okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and but that's a good dish that i love and that mm -hmm. when i think of my mom's cooking there's a lasagna dish <laughs> there's a mabu tofu you know yes. like honestly it's nothing extravagant mm -hmm. whatsoever mm -hmm. My next question is, mm -hmm. is that beef stroganoff dish, have you tried recreating it, like, for yourself? Bro, I haven't. You haven't? No. Because <laughs> do you think you can ever make it as good as your mom? Dude, I doubt it. Yeah, but, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I doubt it, but yeah. to be honest, like, I don't know if I have. Maybe, maybe once. Yeah. But it wasn't something that I ever, like, went and got and, and actually did interesting yeah i don't know why but um mm -hmm. but it is definitely the the dish that yeah that, that just sticks out in your sticks mind sticks out instantly yeah mm -hmm. but obviously like if you think about a dish and you think about gastronomy and you think about like you getting into cooking and being a foodie mm -hmm. to some degree you know that's all developing a palate yes and i think you, like you were making the comparison like that's yeah what sparked your interest into coffee was because oh, yeah. of your background in cooking yeah definitely mm -hmm. and, and going back to you know you know when i started learning about the recipe for coffee right it's mm -hmm. like oh, instant link yeah to something that i really love to do yeah the coffee that that mike gave me that from Stumptown it was significantly different different than the coffee i was getting at starbucks yeah it was bright 
it was acidic it was just different mm-hmm. and I started like having this completely different spectrum of coffee yeah um, still wasn't like my favorite thing in the world but no. it was yeah. something that I'm like well there's like something there though the, the difference of flavor yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly what obviously so this like we're, we're right at that edge point where you're starting like your interest in coffee is getting peaked right mm-hmm. you, you're clearly tasting differences yeah is the differences slash your interest in like your palate obviously like that's your driving force of what's pushing you to discovering more mm-hmm. I would definitely say so yeah yeah I mean I man I I definitely have an expensive taste <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse at yeah, the same time. Yeah, dude. But every single thing that I can have a passion for, I tend to, like, when it comes to like something that like I eat or drink, it, it ends up turning into something that's a little bit more expensive. Yeah. And I find a lot of enjoyment from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, beer, um, food, um, coffee. Now. Yeah. It's yeah. Well. Sorry, almost knocked down the mic. <laughs> but uh, I would say too. So part of the part of the reason why I'm making like a podcast and stuff is yeah. because the, what resources did you go to though mm-hmm. about finding out more? Because yeah. you got to think you, that's now you're reaching. Like you said, this is now 2017, probably yeah. or 2016 still. You know, yeah. or, or no, no, not 2016. I'm saying 2014, 2015, right? Yeah. What resources were you looking at? Because yeah. the coffee industry is now we're starting to see specialty coffee around this time yeah. start really taking off. Again, Stumptown made its way all the way down here. Yeah. What resources were you looking at to try to learn out, like totally. find out more? Yeah, and and honestly, I don't think that really started for me until I started at Aosa. Really? Yeah. That's okay. It and was just something interesting. That, yeah. yeah. So I started working for Aosa because. I loved the the knowledge of coffee yeah. that they had. I loved the vibe that they had. Like it was again the thing that drove me, you know, to Starbucks was the thing that I think Aosa had more of. Yeah. Which was the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. The people that like took time to, you know, ask about your day and to really care about knowing and having conversations mm-hmm. and and having these um yeah, different connective times either through talking about coffee or talking about things that that you're going through and and i loved it i love the atmosphere of coffee shops specifically it was the start of aosa so when i started working here we were still carrying around Stumptown, and it wasn't until i mean i'm not gonna get into big details but we ended up stopping selling (laughs) Stumptown. yeah and um and we needed to find a new provider. Yeah. And then Mike just pulled me aside. He's like, I want you to find our new provider. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Sweet. We'll find it. <laughs> and, and I took that and I ran with it. Yeah. I went all around LA. I went to all around San Diego. Yeah. All my own. Yeah. It wasn't like I was clocked in for this. Oh, I, no. I just started finding this enjoyment mm-hmm. of searching out different specialty coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to recreational coffee. I in went Long to Beach, yeah. yeah, yeah, Bobby, I went to Rose Park. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Common Room. Um, 
I searched out places up in Oregon because Stumptown was from Oregon. Yeah. And so, you know, looking at places like Hart, like, um, oh man, now I'm totally blanking on the, on the name. Or not no, Copa. But I did, I did, uh, Copa Vida was yeah. one that mm-hmm. I went down in San Diego for. Yeah. Um, um, I'm drawing a blank, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> but I started going to all these different places. Yeah. And honestly, it was there that I felt like I was just getting so much more experience. Mm-hmm. It was also like during the time where I feel like I had the best cup of coffee. Yeah. I think I told you about was from Heart. Yeah. And it was yeah. the thing that I always like try to reach for every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a Kenyan from Heart. I just remember the very first time that I'm like, this cup tastes like little blueberries. Yeah. Just a handful of blueberries that you just like, threw in your mouth. Of yeah. Blueberries. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what I want. Yeah. That was the time when I felt like this was the best tasting coffee. Yeah. And I'm like, coffee could taste this good. Yeah. All right. Sign me up. Like, where can I find this? Where can I go, go to? F- go from there. Yeah. yeah. 